to the Carry On Cast. Woo, we're here. This yeah, we is, are. <laughs> yes, this is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors break out laughing Yay! and talk about all the upcoming <laughs> preaching texts. And it's Romans again. Yay! It is a joy <laughs> to be with all of you today. I am Pastor Eric, and today I am here with I'm Pastor Megan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, full context. We gotta Keep tell going. them. We gotta tell them it's in full context. We've been in meetings all day today. Who are you, by the way? I'm not gonna tell you because I cannot. <laughs> I cannot remember my own name. I am Pastor Kevin. Oh yes. Full meeting. Full meeting yes. day, people. Yes. Take and, a fork. and here's the best part. Just like Pastor Eric said, we're talking about the Book of Romans, <laughs> and it is so thick. It is so dense. It is so meaty. Is like core of theology heavy. Today and we're all looking especially. at the words, and we're like, I can't even word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so please pray for us. Pause for us. your podcast yeah, and now pray. pray for your pastors. Yes, if you want to know what is it like when the pastors just go off the rails, oh boy, friends. Strap in. Here we are. Welcome. We are so glad you are with us today. And uh, just a quick little reminder here. It is uh, during the month of June. We are working on a theme, why we worship. And so um, we have already heard about uh, we worship because God is holy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second installment, we worship because God promises to be present. And today we consider uh, why we worship related to our need to hear the word of God. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we're ready to talk more about that today. And then we will still have one more uh, week where it'll be uh, why we worship. It, it's because we need to be in community. <laughs> and so today we are talking about uh, our need to encounter God's word. Any preliminary reactions from anyone on that? <laughs> like rolling the dice there buddy what do you let's see what happens hey well before we hit record on this thing um i believe uh pastor eric you were saying things like man this is like key lutheran theology this passage we're about to hear about the the need to really encounter the word of god yeah like and and in particularly in worship particularly in community particularly as as proclaimed and 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 experienced in the sacraments i mean this is just a really super this Mm -hmm. is super duper lutheran that was a super duper lutheran thing to say actually Mm -hmm. because it reminded me i was thinking well isn't that the way that our churches express what the word of god is first it's the 66 books of the old and new testament like the word that we've been handed down Mm -hmm. and that we've received as a translation that's right every time you open the bible you're reading a translation of original languages to a language that we frankly can understand Mm because imagine if it was only translated into spanish and we didn't have it in english then we'd have to hear somebody translate it for us so right so that's the first bit the second bit right is jesus understanding of amen who he is the word made flesh yes exactly right that's an understanding of of the word of god and the third understanding that lutherans help help to with understanding what the word of god is is the proclamation or Mm. the announcement of good news Mm. and lord knows i need to hear that Mm -hmm. every week and it's funny i can't remember if i said this on the last time we had a podcast but there's been many times when i've like getting ready to preach and i'm getting ready to get up and i'm listening to someone read the scripture and i'm like 
oh, that's what that says. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to preach on something here. Yes. But it's just one of those things where the word catches us yeah. and it speaks to us and it says something of good news to us, for us. So I appreciate Thank you, Pastor yes, Megan, for bringing that important. back. Because mm-hmm. at some level, that was, that not that what you've heard before too? Yep. That's exactly. We're, when we talk about the word, that's really helpful that you guys bring that out, that it's, it's it, in the three different expressions. Mm-hmm. And what we were saying about that is, you know, we've talked many times that when it comes to your salvation and your righteousness before God, God all the verbs belong to God. Yep. And so that's where um, we passively need to hear the word proclaimed for you. What that means is being reminded that Christ was crucified for you mm-hmm. and that you can you must hear that proclaimed to you to receive faith. That's what the word, the Bible tells us is that faith only comes through hearing. And we'll actually hear more about that when we, when we hear that today, but that's what is so central Mm -hmm. for us as Lutherans. It's even when you hear us, uh, when we distribute communion to you, right? So like we're giving you communion and, and what Lutherans believe about communion is that, you know, Christ is truly present in that sacrament in with and under the elements, right? So Jesus is there. And what, do I say to you when I hand you what looks for all the world like a styrofoam disc? I say, this is the body of Christ given for who? For you. Mm -hmm. This is for you. And so it's that constant reminder. You need to constantly hear this promise. This isn't like some ambiguous, maybe it's for somebody. This isn't like, it's for other people, but you're a hot mess, so it's not yours. It is is for you. I'm pointing at you right now, friends. You. It is for you. And you need to hear that. In fact, when I tell people and they're helping with communion and they go, oh, I forget what to say. Mm -hmm. I tell them what to say. And I say, and if you draw a complete blank and you just cannot just say, just say for you, if Mm -hmm. you say for you, like you're making the point that Mm -hmm. this is, this is the word of God. This is the presence of Christ. This Mm -hmm. is for you. And, and I think it's important to point out that that's not, we're not just saying that as a reminder, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, remember, this is uh, the body of Christ given for you. Mm -hmm. No, what, we actually believe we are doing there is we are proclaiming the actual promise of God. Yes. This is what Jesus said. He, in the words of institution, he said, this is my body given for, for you. you. And so when we say that to you and literally hand you that piece of bread with that word attached to it, that's exactly what we believe is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is very important. It's not just a reminder. These are not just slogans that right. we say. This is handing over the promise of God from the mouth of one sinner to the ears of another sinner. That's yeah. how God chooses to work in the world. Yeah. And these are, sometimes we don't know why that is how God chose to work, but that's what he does. And it works for It works in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way that faith is shared and spread and it works because you're listening to this podcast because you have faith and you have a desire to hear that promise. Mm -hmm. And we, as the pastors are called to make sure that promise gets spoken out loud because it's so important. It's so important. And and I love what you said, Pastor Eric, that it's not just about like reminding you like it, Oh, there's this, maybe this passive thing, but it's like, you need to keep hearing it. Yeah. You need to keep encountering it. You, you you can't just be like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember about mm-hmm. it. Yes, you remember, but you more than like remember, you remember in like the remember, you reenact, you physically re-encounter the thing. And that's like, that's we, we need that as mm-hmm. humans. We are far more forgetful than we realize. Yeah. Yes, that's a, that's a good word. That's why I always appreciate that our 
tradition starts with an honest word of confession and forgiveness mm. at the beginning um, because we need someone outside of ourselves to say you are forgiven. Yep. Um, mostly because I wouldn't believe it if I tried to tell it to myself. I'm really good. I don't know if you guys are probably better at this than me. I'm really good. So let's see. I'm really good <laughs> at not letting myself off the hook for mm. things right. that I've done. Yes. And I love to carry that stuff around in the backpack and, and, and relitigate yep. it in my head, right, about yep. the stuff that I've done wrong or people I've hurt or ridiculousness that has come out of my mouth. <laughs> but the, at the end of the day, I need someone else besides me to say, you are forgiven mm-hmm. because I wouldn't trust myself to say you're off the hook for this. Yep. Right. And it's because you can't save yourself. No. There's nothing you can do to save yourself. What? You need a savior. <gasps> this is and what? All this is of, brand new information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so glad I'm so glad we're talking about this. <laughs> But you need uh, to to hear the (laughs) forgiveness from outside of yourself. You can't forgive yourself. That's why you, why do we worship? Because you need to receive the forgiveness of your sins. You need to hear the word. You need to be reminded. And even when we pronounce that, that forgiveness, friends, do note that I don't go, hey, I, Pastor Megan, forgive you your sins. Right. I say, I'm, I am here to remind you, to keep saying, to profess to you again and again that in Christ your sins are forgiven. I am just here to keep telling you that. And I would even add to that that we also believe that when we say, when we pronounce these messages of good news they actually literally happen yes that's real things it literally is happening and uh we can't see it but we have the promise from god i mean these are things like for example you think about uh in the bible where very in the new testament times where jesus um he could have just forgiven people's sins but he healed them and said your sins are forgiven Mm -hmm. so that there was a actual you know for jesus he could give you the sign yeah. so he can heal your disease mm. and forgive your sins you know your sins are forgiven because he also healed you so he has the power to do these things yes. now it's in his name yes. that we proclaim the same promises to you and to that point yeah oh boy time to read we got to hear this passage Let's do we it. Are, like we are so queued up like we've, we've, we're ready for this um, we had a lot more to say than we oh, thought yeah. <laughs> folks we're back in romans and we're in romans chapter 10 which i just want you to know is a few chapters later from where we ended uh, several weeks ago and do note there are more chapters of romans after this so boy oh boy can you keep hearing what paul says but this one starts with chapter 10 verse 9 because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But... How are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all have obeyed the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So, faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. Thanks. Holy mic drop. Okay. 
<laughs> Just give you a minute there to breathe. Pause right, if you right, need to. Right. Did you find any of the uh, the the periods in that? That goes all commas. Um, I just one thing you can't hear in the text. One thing that we were talking about here on the table before we hit record, right, is how many quotes there are. Mm-hmm. And it, it uh, mm. Pastor Kevin, yeah, he's air, air quoting quotes. air quotes. Um, <laughs> and Pastor Kevin said, "There's a lot of air quotes." And Pastor Eric was like, "He just air quoting. He's." He's Bible quoting. Like yep. Paul is, is digging back into scriptures to say, this thing that I'm telling you, this thing I am proclaiming to you, I am not making it up. I am taking it from the history of what God has been doing with humans for all time. So if, if this quote, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, he's quoting it. It is, my Bible doesn't tell me where that's from. Do any of you have the footnote? Where's um, that from? Do we know Deuteronomy? where that's from? Is that from Deuteronomy? Yes. Yes. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. That's in the Psalms. No, nobody's responding. Uh, uh, that's verse 15. I know he likes to quote Hosea and Deuteronomy. He likes to quote the, the prophets an awful lot. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just this reminder that he's he is making a really clear point of, of quoting scripture that his Jewish audience would go, right. oh. Exactly. Oh, okay. He's not just trying to delegitimize who we are and what we're about. He's saying, no, no, because of who you are, this is what God is up to. It's why it's so cool that in verse 12, he's talking about there's no distinction between Jew and Greek. It's Mm -hmm. because he's saying, like, you've got these very different trajectories, or at least you think you do. It's God has been at work throughout all of history, and God has always desired to bring you all into the world. Right. This has always been his plan. This has always been the plan, Mm -hmm. and and you got to hear the word, man. you got to hear the promise. Yep. So that's what Paul's saying. Go to church. Hear the promise. (laughs) You know, it strikes me too in verse 9 where it has that phrase, right, Jesus is Lord, which we hear that oftentimes people say that that's kind of the content of our confession, Mm -hmm. right? That's what we're saying, what we trust and what we believe, and we hear, we, we learn about that. But we have to remember that at least for in this tradition in Paul's tradition he would have been saying he would have been asked to say Caesar is mm, Lord yep oh interesting and yeah. so to say this is really trying to push back against the powers and whatever struggle political realities that were going on in that day too and I think it's just helpful as a reminder because I think it was Luther that talked about saying that whatever it is that your heart truly relies on that is your God mm-hmm. that was a, the, every day we struggle with some form of idolatry whether that is saying that the country is going to save us or our political affiliation is going to save us or something is going to save us but friends only Jesus can save us Amen. and I think that becomes some of the context about what's going on here too is to be able to put those two things side by side why is he saying Jesus is Lord because everybody is trying to get you to say something else right. <laughs> oh I love right. that that's not right. life giving yes mm-hmm. and yes. so that becomes at least part of the front of that and maybe that's why he's then saying well i'm gonna have to back up this claim by using my air quotes by (laughs) using my my scripture isaiah agrees with me deuteronomy agrees with me yes let me show you absolutely uh, uh, a mentor who used to say that really at the at the core all of our all of our faith problems are our first commandment problems they're really all about who do you really call your lord Right. So, um, anything. I'm the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Boom. And right. That's your first. Comment. Idolatry is it's when such you break a that big one. What else yeah. are you going to claim as being your Lord? And so Paul is right. He's making a theological claim mm-hmm. that Jesus 
is God, that Jesus is a way that God has chosen to be made known among us in the flesh in the world. He's also making a political claim, like your point out, Pastor Kevin, mm-hmm. he's saying, and there's nothing here in the empire mm-hmm. that's going to save you. Not Caesar. Caesar is not Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus is Lord. So it's this really powerful, I mean, he's making everyone angry, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's claiming Jesus as Lord in front of everyone who's like, no, 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 no. That's not the way this works. That's not who's in charge. Um, so he's, he's, he's sticking his neck out and it does, it does catch up with him. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yes, it does. But this is, this is what's at stake, right? Like this is a, this is a life and death matter for Paul. I appreciate that he that you kind of say he's sticking his neck out because mm-hmm. at some level, part of why you come to worship is so that you can actually have a reset of that because it's very easy to have a week where you've been very confused about all sorts of stuff that you've been hearing and then he, coming to worship, you hear something and it changes your perspective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, always, I'm always on the lookout every week for what's... What's that thing I needed to hear this week, right? And um, I just want to reassure you all: rarely is it in, rarely is it my own sermon. I, not, not really it. But like, is it right? I'm such a good preacher that I saved myself. Um, oh, no, it's like, is there a line in a hymn that really catches me? Yep. Is there yeah. this chorus in this praise song? Do I hear the Apostles' Creed differently for some reason? Um, is it watching someone else respond to a word? Like, yeah. there's there is there is something about being in worship that that every week I'm watching like all right like this is where I'm coming back to be reoriented right to be reminded yet again that that Jesus is Lord and and nothing or no one else so I'm watching for that I'm listening for that and sometimes it sometimes it catches me by surprise mm-hmm. yeah so what is this what is this this end of the passage here why I don't want my feet to be called beautiful that's yeah. really weird how oh, beautiful yeah. are the no, that's well. Let's find some other feet that are nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also curious: is that what does that last verse do for us? Right, verse 17. So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me, what does that mean? Yeah, we need. Well, you were talking about this, Pastor Eric. This is you. We need to hear the word. It yep. is. It is this proclaimed word that creates and builds faith in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and it, you know, there's that illustration of um, what happens when a coal is removed from a fire and it, it slowly turns, you know, the light goes out and it gets cold. And if you put it back into the fire, then it'll, it can, you know, come back to life again. And that's the image that sometimes used about coming to worship, mm. being, you know, in the church, hearing the word, um, your faith gets sort of reignited but this is again it's somewhat of a mystery but this is how god works in the world is that you must hear the gospel proclaimed for you and we promise that that happens in worship that's actually the whole point of worship that's what the liturgy does that's what the songs do um the prayers the creed the sermon we literally read the bible that that's if you've ever not thought about that that's what the whole structure of worship is for yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, this is another way for you to not to uh, mention the sacraments. Sorry, the I should have. I should have mentioned okay, the sacraments. It's fine, it's fine. But no, it's it, really. It, this is another way, folks, for you to like engage with worship, right? Like, in what ways 
is, is this proclaiming faith to me? In what ways is this reminding me that Jesus is Lord? In what ways is this, this, this creed, this prayer, this thing we're singing, this line of the song, whatever it is, how is this saying, uh, this is for you. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the gift of faith through the grace of God. And it is real and it is for you. That's a, just a different lens to put on as you're listening to worship because yeah. we, we believe that it is true that, that you come into worship because you will hear God's word and you need to hear mm-hmm. God's word. Yep. Just hand it over to you freely mm-hmm. into your ear mm-hmm. so that you can just hear that good news. And yes, you might say, yes, I believe, or you might not realize how yeah. God's working on you. You might not be moved yourself strongly to say, I believe mm-hmm. that in that moment, that's okay. Mm-hmm. We just trust that this is how God works. And if you're not feeling it, all the more reason to, to get yourself there to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, um, you know, we talked last week about how part of the reason we come to worship is that's one of the places that we know we will encounter God. And, and I will recognize that there are times you're going to show up and you're going to listen to that pastor preach i don't know which one it is who knows and uh but their feet are gonna be beautiful beautiful, but you're not gonna (laughs) feel it right (laughs) but you're just not gonna feel it yep you're gonna show up and it's gonna be like why why did i just spend an hour doing that and i just want to reassure you that that even on those days that you don't feel it it's still true the word is Mm -hmm. still for you god is still present Christ is still showing up. The Holy Spirit's still still chipping away at that heart of yours. It's it's still true. Um, do not despair. And if you cannot hold that promise right now, uh, friends, we hold that promise for you. And yes. and that community of faith uh, is spoiler alert. What we're talking about more next. Week. Yes, that's next week's. That's next installment. Week. Is and, in and just just a quick spoiler yeah. alert too. Is just another Thank note you. about next week is that uh, you guys are being made official or something. They had quiet is, nods. Yeah. <laughs> just like a fridge. Just like a fridge. We're going to get installed. Gonna get installed. <laughs> um, yeah, we have the installation of these two dudes. Uh, we will have Deacon Crystal Lind come from the Synod, and she will preach, and she will guide this installation process. And really, in the tradition of the church, it just means that uh, you as pastors uh, basically means we can't get rid of you now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a kind of formalization (laughs) of that call, which um, I'm really looking forward to. So, folks, you can come to either the 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock service. And then there's a party at the Hill, I think, in the Fellowship Hall after the 10 o'clock service. So if you're a 9 o'clock worshiper, don't go far. Uh, Run to Target real quick and come back around 11 o'clock to the Hill. We'll we'll have a little. Or if you really want. Talk to Kent about tailgating. Oh, boy. Yeah. Kent's been talking about a little tailgate, a little pre-installation reception tailgate party. Let's let's get weird, folks. That's a, that's a little cookie in this podcast to see if you're still listening. Yeah! <laughs> if Kent suddenly hears... And if you realize that you're still paying attention, you can email Pastor Eric at... <laughs> Please do. Yes. Yes. Well... I guess that uh, is enough for this week. And so I'm just going to remind you and thank you for listening to the Carry On podcast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry Carry on on the work of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. So
sunshine more. 